Hello and welcome to the 11th installment of the Persephone program, but who's counting? Um, You know I just do this whenever the heck I can, and uh, there isn't any real formal plan here, but thanks for listening and joining me as I talk about astrology, magic, divination, all the stuff that I'm interested in, spiritual work. Um, And today I want to talk about the lunations, new moons, full moons, and we're going to use as an example the new moon coming up, which is tomorrow, August 30th, and it will be at 3.37 a.m. in the morning uh, Pacific time, which is the time zone that I'm in, in the sign of Virgo. Um, It also happens to be conjunct, that is connected to um, by an orb of less than eight degrees, Mars, Venus, obviously the sun, uh, Mercury, um, and the asteroid goddess Juno. So we have like a lot of energy. We have a stellium in Virgo. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is that I am starting my own new moon circle, which is going to begin tomorrow, Friday, um, at my private home. Um, I happen to be in the Las Vegas area. So if you are in the Las Vegas area and you'd like to be a part of it, um, go ahead and message me. But um, I'm going to be doing this with my good friend and sister witch, Mallory Leone, um, from Rising River Wisdom School. And she's the proprietess of Manifest Box, which is an amazing um, ritual box uh, that you can subscribe to and order. They're very cool. Anywho, uh, so I want to talk today about new moon, full moon, new moon wishing, um, and what you can do specifically every major lunation to kind of like ride the energy of the event, okay? So new moons and full moons are kind of a big deal to us on Earth. There's all kinds of things that happen, you know, during them. Um, we we may know a little bit about physical things that happen, uh, tides rise um, and or fall. Uh, we know that there are all kinds of statistics around, say, full moons and you know, kind of like crazy things happening, lunacy, um, higher level emergencies, things like that. And we may or may not have been aware of like the myths, you know, the werewolf bang at the full moon or, um, but both the new moon and the full moon are really powerful and potent times for ritual. Okay. And ritual is where we are formalizing our intentions and our wills, and we are using the natural harnessing, if you will, the natural powers and energies of the world to kind of um, bring them out, okay, into uh, our own consciousness and out into manifestation. So with new moons, you may or may not have heard, you can actually use this energy to create potent rituals or wishes or things like that, that, that really kind of um, are able to 
maybe more fully push um, things that you want to manifest or desire out into your life. So manifestation does start with um, obviously you figuring out what it is that you want, but you can get really deep into learning how to use new moon and full moons to, you know, kind of further your life along by also uh, figuring out what's happening astrologically and using that energy as kind of the potent driving force. So that being said, we have a new moon in the sign of Virgo. We have a Virgo stellium right now. We are in Virgo season, meaning that the sun signs do ascribe to the actual seasons and much of their archetypal energies um, are involved in what's happening seasonally. And Virgo, um, the virgin, they call it, the the goddess unto her own self, is um, the archetypal sign of the harvest. And in many ways, Virgo's discriminating and critical faculties that um, are, are much described by the the harvest feature of say separating the chaff from the wheat you know as you're harvesting wheat or separating the fruit you know from the uh, plant so all of actually like all of the natural powers um uh you know of the world and nature are very much described in by virgo sort of like um orderly and clockwork nature so the idea here too is that during virgo season we are able to use this new moon in Virgo to sort of further some of Virgo's, um, I'd say rulerships, which are health, healing, service, discriminating, um, critical faculties. It is a perfect time for you to, you know, set um, new wellness uh, goals, to actually create lists, to get organized. It's interesting too that in the Northern Hemisphere also it's about back to school, back to um, creating an orderly, you know, perhaps schedule for yourself. And this new moon is a great new moon to create wishes along those lines, okay? So getting organized, um, refining, discriminating, editing, um, you know, creating new wellness regimes, um, putting energy into uh, your health, all of that is covered by this Virgo new moon. And because we also have, you know, Mars and Venus and Uranus too, it's also getting really clear on what it is that you want from a relational standpoint, what it is that you want also for your goals or what you want to achieve. And what's interesting too is that like, of course, you may or may not have heard about picky Virgo and Virgo's critical and fault finding tendencies. And you know, what's interesting too is that if you feel that way a little bit right now, you can actually um, sort of tune into uh, the energy of Uranus and Taurus, which happens to actually trine all of these planets um, right now for illuminations and new ways, new and unusual ways of seeking solutions to problems. So the big illumination that I really got recently, and I was having a wonderful discussion with my good friend Janine about, is that everything is perfect just as it is. That's kind of a big, amazing thing to say, um, especially when there's so much disorder in the world, there's so much chaos in the world. Um, but every day on my readings, I always talk about the fact that 
without polarity, okay, that is without difficulty, without something to struggle for and against, without choices to make, we never are able to see the free will that we have in every moment. And also as human beings, we're constantly struggling, struggling against our own desires and our nature and our need for control and our confusion, you know, and, and, and creating this like suffering mass for ourselves. When really many, many, many spiritual masters tell us that is in surrendering to the moment. Maybe that's in the polarity of Virgo. In surrendering to the moment, we find peace and tranquility and we are able to cut through the noise of our mind and discriminate. So that's another energy of Virgo right now. But let's talk about, um, let's talk about new moon wishing too. Okay, so at the new moon, that is the birth of the moon, there's a new lunar cycle, okay? The sun and the moon are conjunct. So it just so happens that on this, you know, sixth day of Virgo, we have a new moon in Virgo. And it creates a new emotional or lunar cycle for each one of us. And there's a freshness there and an ability to seed plant. So at the new moon, it's the perfect time to begin to write down or organize your own desires, thoughts, and wishes around things. So a potent thing to do is to create wishes that you can actually, um, like I said, write down or articulate to yourself or speak aloud to the universe, creating this sort of like, you know, if you think about your thoughts or your wishes or your desires as seeds, then manifestation also requires that secret sauce, that special spark, you know, that comes from the universe to help them sort of flower, you know, and blossom. So um, all people that do any kind of manifestation work or do magical or ritual work understand that there is something outside of our own will, something that we are utilizing, whatever you want to call it, source, God, power, magic, dark matter, it doesn't matter. It is there and it is real and it animates our desires. So at the new moon, write down your wishes. How you can find an even more potent source of wishes, if you don't know exactly what it is that you want, is to look at where this new moon falls in your astrological chart. Earlier this morning, I had a question from one of my clients about the new moon and how she said, oh, it's in my ninth house. I wish it was in my 10th. I have all these career and directional desires. Well, it just so happens that her midheaven or the very top of her chart, which represents her vocation, her career, where she's seen, where she's going, her direction, it happens to be seven degrees Virgo. So this sun and moon is conjunct, that is within an approximate eight degree orb of her midheaven powerful time to write down wishes and to discriminate, to really think about what it is that she wants, but also to let go and surrender. So even though the energy of Virgo is so much about discrimination and so much about pulling out what it is that we want to save from the myriad of things that we are ready to throw away, it's important that we learn to discriminate. Mercury, the planet of thoughts and communication in the mind, has rulership over Virgo. So Virgoans are typically, like Geminis, which are also ruled by Mercury, 
very thought oriented, okay? So one of the things that you can do with this Virgo full moon to my client who has Virgo in her midheaven and happens to be a Gemini, by the way, double Mercury, or for anyone is to learn how to control and discriminate between thoughts that are serving you and thoughts that aren't. Remembering that we are the immortal soul that embodies our consciousness, embodies our thoughts. We can begin to take away those that we do not want, even if we simply just surrender them, as Janine reminded me. Surrendering the thoughts we don't want, getting rid of them, letting go, letting God. That's that Virgo polarity Pisces. But right now, it's a wonderful and important time for you to think about where do you want to discriminate? Where can you use positive thoughts, organized and orderly mind to further your goals, to help with healing? Because remember, negative thoughts, too busy monkey mind can keep us up all night, keep us worried. Guess what, guys? We're not really fully in control. There's so much out there that we need. So, okay, backing up a little bit. I put the song Bippity Boppity Boo from Cinderella at the very beginning of this because that just reminds me so much of wishing energy, the new moon, and also Virgo. Because if Virgo is not, you know, a a lovely, you know, fairy godmother who provides us with all of the accoutrements that we need um, for Mr. Prince Charming, I don't know what is. Um... And because this is also about new moon wishing, it's important to understand that the universe out there, there's a fairy godmother for us all, okay? There is this special thing, and we can utilize that at this time. So look at where this new moon falls in your astrological chart and create some wishes along those lines. In the first house, it could be about organizing your appearance, you know, becoming more orderly. Maybe it's even about grooming. Um, Maybe it's about creating a new, you know, a wardrobe or putting a a new foot forward when it comes to presenting yourself. Um, In the second house, it could be organizing your finances, working on discriminating with, um, you know, your job and the resources that you have. In the third house, Perhaps organizing your communication, really thinking about what are you thinking, what are you speaking, what are you writing, and how can you improve that? Because Virgo's much about improving and helping, discriminating. In the fourth house, you could simply clean your house, you know? You could also organize, clean closets. In Feng Shui, if you heard about that, It's all about creating order and balance so that energy can flow and move through your life. And as you do that, both internally in your own mind and consciousness, externally in your home environment, suddenly it manifests outside in your relationships with other people, in your career. Everything's connected. You know, a new moon in your fifth house, either conjunct the cusp or in it, doesn't matter. We're talking about getting organized with your creativity. Maybe you really, maybe you're an artist and you actually want to, you know, um, get a show together, you know, get your stuff together creatively. Um, It could also mean creating it a practice or a routine of cultivating play and joy in your life. 
in the sixth house, that's the natural home of Virgo, all, <laughs> everything having to do with Virgo is there. Food, wellness, service, work, routine. Create healthy routines, both with your mind, body, and spirit, because that then emanates in your entire life. If you're a Pisces rising with Virgo on your seventh house or your descendant, it's all about learning to set boundaries and relate in a healthy way to other people. Creating, learning to discriminate in a healthy way with other people, but also creating an openness too, you know, and not being perhaps critical or fault finding with your partner. In the eighth house, you can work on intimacy and resources with your partner and with others. You can work on organizing your debt. You can work on, you know, perhaps even getting a healthy loan. In the ninth house, that's where I have my Virgo and I have Uranus and Pluto and Virgo conjunct in my ninth house plus Mars. It's all about cohesive philosophy. It's about the higher mind. It's about learning to discriminate between what is truth and what isn't. And also to take all of your experiences and create some sort of cohesive philosophy around that. Okay, learning, growing, expanding. If you have Virgo conjuncture midheaven this month, create some goals around your career. Where do you want to go? Okay, and then let it go. Remember, there's only so much we can do with our wishes. Articulate them, put them on paper. It creates a strong bond with you and your fairy godmother. Um, Virgo in the 11th house is much about your community and even your hopes and dreams too. It's an activist place where you can actually make a difference. Get out there and do something. We are all stewards of this world. I had another client earlier this week who was talking to me about not knowing what she really wanted to do in life. And as we discussed all these different things, I realized she does know what she wants to do in life. And it's incredible. And it has to do with helping the world. She's doing it through creating a website that is selling amazing, sustainable products for moms and other people. Whether it's, you know, um, metal straws or wax paper, you know, cover-ups for sandwiches. These things matter. All these things matter. Virgo in your 11th house is a place for you to figure out what matters to you and go out there and do something about it because everything that you do, every routine you have matters. Virgo in the 12th house, it's all about really like creating some sort of a structure around your unconscious and subconscious. Maybe you need to get a dream journal. Maybe you need to learn how to channel some of your instinctual and subconscious urges and learn to discriminate what is real, what isn't. That's the natural house of self-undoing. How are you being too critical and fault-finding with yourself? That's, you know, one way to look at it. So think about where Virgo falls. Does it apply to any of your planets? Where can you improve through discriminating, through creating wishes and rituals? So that's what you can do this month. And remember, next month with Libra can be the same similar thing, right? Creating wishes around where Libra falls in your chart. And, um, you know, I like to do, I always write a list. Uh, years ago, my mother, probably 20 years ago, my mom gave me a book by Jan Spiller um, about new moon wishing. And it really enlightened me as to what I could actually do to sort of lean into something from a ritualized standpoint 
to work with the new moon energy. So creating wishes around the theme of whatever lunation it is, is super potent and powerful. Okay. Of course you can do anything you want. If you want to say, I just want a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever at the new moon in Virgo, do it. Okay. But if you really lean in to the energy of this time, I would say if you really want a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you don't have Virgo in the seventh house, or even if you do, why don't you look at where you're getting in your own way? Or why don't you look at where you're maybe being too critical or fault finding or too discriminatory and just lean into that, okay? So Newman wishing, powerful. Write down five wishes, maybe 10, around the theme. You can maybe get a candle, uh, green or blue for Virgo, um, and light that. Okay, safely, carefully. You can put a lighted candle in a bowl of water if you want to be careful. You can use a, um, you know, a, a votive candle in glass. If you get one of those 30-day candles, you can light it for an hour each night. Um, don't blow it out. Just kind of like snuff it out. And then think about it for the next, you know, two weeks until the full moon. At the full moon, oftentimes will culminate, okay? That'll sort of culminate this energy that's building now. And I want to mention too that dark of the moon wishing that is before the actual new moon is also really potent, okay? Because the darkness before the moon is reborn is also, you know, where that sort of seed is being fertilized. So you can do it anytime, you know, 24 hours before the new moon too, and within 24 hours after. Um, so full moon, I always do a ritual on the full moon too. Sometimes it's release. It doesn't have to be. The full moon is a very powerful energy as well. And we're going to have a beautiful full moon in Pisces on the 13th, I believe. And, um, wow, I get to be in Joshua Tree with the amazing psychic medium Chris Medina and Sarah Fruman and Kate Mulhern of Earthways Yoga and we're going to be doing an amazing retreat there, which is really going to tie into breaking free, healing, um, and I'm so excited about that. But on that new, on that full moon too, you can create ritual and you can create um, maybe a way for you to also harness, like, you know, uh, through ritual, connecting with your own personal uh, sort of pathway to source, okay, with your personal spirituality. That's that Pisces. So, you know, Virgo is ritual. Virgo is like the, the sixth house of the zodiac, which is ruled by Virgo, is also routine. The things that you do every day. So creating a ritual or routine around connecting to source. Maybe you're going to do some scrying or you're going to do some divination. That's very Piscean. Maybe you're going to sit down and just meditate and see what comes up. Okay. Creating a routine around that is great to do at this full moon. So as you can see, um, you can also release fears. You can release negative habits, also very Virgoan, um, at this full moon too. And learn to like use that polarity, that Virgo Pisces polarity. Um, this new moon, I know that I'm going to be definitely setting some goals around where I want to go, what I want to do, the types of things I want to learn about and experience. Um, 
and also how I want to further my own teaching, the kind of things that I want to share with other people. And I'm going to try and create a curriculum or a um, a structure, which is very Virgoan, around um, what I have you know, personally experienced. Um, and I'm going to try and basically create a new class on understanding astrology 101. So that's my my promise and gift to you. And that will definitely be incubating um, over the weekend with me. Maybe I'll even get it together to like create a better schedule around doing this podcast because I get so much like amazing feedback from people. So thank you about that because it's a very geeky, um, you know, geeky by the sense that it's kind of a very niche podcast. You know, it isn't, you know, it isn't about something that necessarily everybody's interested in, you know. But I wanted to specifically talk about like new and full moon wishing and how you can use the lunation sign time periods that they're in to really make some potent magic. Create some ritual around it. Get creative. By the way, ritual, magic, all of that, it doesn't have to be any specific way. Of course, you must be careful, especially if you're invoking deities um, and ceremonial magic usually allows you to be careful. But if you're simply utilizing the energy of the lunation, call in your own creativity, get fun with it, interact with the magic because it is all out there for you. Do something fun this next 24 hours or the next couple days. Create some new moon wishing and see how it flowers and blossoms into something really special over the next couple weeks. I think I'm going to leave it at this because um, I don't have too much more to say and I kind of want to get that out there before the new moon. So happy new moon, you guys. If you're in the Vegas area, um, hit me up and see if you want to come to a fun ritual at my place. All right. Have a fabulous, wonderful, healthy, healing new moon.